This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, Regal Cinemas to shut down again after the delay of No Time to Die, and then causing studios to delay even more movies like Dune, The Batman, and Jurassic World Dominion. What? Netflix cancels a very popular show as it reveals the date for season three of Cobra Kai. Geek Boner. Plus a Patreon sponsored review of Peter Jackson's 2001 fantasy epic, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and a whole bunch more all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. Now listen here, bitches. You say you're looking for a podcast about comic books and TV and movies, but you don't know where to go? Well, stop whining and tune into the Jock and Nerd podcast. These are the only guys you'll ever need. They're jockey, they're nerdy, and they're bitches like you. So keep it on the Jock and Nerd podcast. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. That's right. What's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero. TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose. Talking nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. And joining us is a puppet who is, well, he's my precious. He's my precious puppet. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Yes, they call me Smeagol. <laughs> Smeagol, you fool of a took, Rugs. You're, you're just a fool of a took. Yeah, and I smoke the finest herb. <laughs> Oh, they got some good shit up in the Shire. That's what oh, I heard. Yeah, they do. They smoke that shit. These dispensaries got nothing on that. You guys, uh, also, uh, note, just a little note. That is the 350th time I have introduced this show. Oh, shit. Talking nerd. Holy shit. <laughs> Isn't that, is that any reflections, Anthony, on 350 episodes of nonsense and bullshit? What'd you say? I said that's actually quite perfect. Never mind. Yeah. Perfect answer. How do you like that? I fixed I fixed oh, the clip. Oh, that's a little better. I see. I took your notes. I listen. No, seriously, Anthony, this yes. is episode 350. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for five and a half years. I honestly what? don't know how this happened. All I, I said to either. you was we were on the way to a comic book store and I said we should do a podcast, and then two weeks later. You set up a podcast. I didn't think you were serious. I don't know how I got roped into this. I don't. I'm not really even your friend. So no, I don't I know. know why we don't I'm even here. hang out. You have to be <laughs> careful uh, what you say to I've me. I've only seen Rug Boy in person maybe twice. So. Yeah, we we don't even. We're not, these aren't my friends. We don't what even we like here? each other. Uh, <laughs> Rugs. What What about you? Three hundred fifty times I've said. I welcome. haven't been here three hundred fifty times. Haven't. I've only been here like three hundred and twenty five. Yeah, actually, you've only been. You're the only one that's been here three. Well, I times. missed one technically when I was sick. Oh, remember? Yeah. I did do one. Remember? Yeah, I can't believe that we did a show without Imran. Yeah, I, I forgot about it. We did it all by oh, ourselves. Yeah. Like Unreal. Like big, yeah. yeah like big wow. boys. You did it like big boys. My, I couldn't talk. Remember all that? I forgot. It was earlier this year when I went to Mardi Gras. I mean, not Mardi Gras. I went to New Orleans. That was still this year. Oh. I wonder. I wonder if that show is any good. It probably is really good. 
It was you got. It <laughs> was definitely the, got to talk. I tell you that. <laughs> you guys reviewed the nanny. Remember? Oh shit! We reviewed the nanny. Yes, that was the show. That we was did. the show. What an awful was it, Mister Nanny? Mis- oh, na- sorry, Mister Nanny. Yes, Mister Nanny. I always call it the nanny. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, absolutely! I, I I jumped in just to say I gave it a one percent. But look at <laughs> for listeners out there that have been with us for all some. Maybe it just started. Thank you. I just I can't believe we've done three hundred and fifty of these bullshits every week on time. Unbelievable. How much con like how much time have we been on the air? How much uh, in terms time? of hours? This yeah, days. Wonder. That's days and it's days be, of yeah. audio. Yeah. It's gotta be like a week or so. Hundreds yeah. of hours, easily. And I'll tell you right. And then you throw in the Patreon yes. stuff and, and then, then the, and your spin off show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I don't remember one fucking thing I said on any of those shows. I'll tell you that right well, now. Clearly, I don't remember. I don't yeah. even remember doing a show with rugs. <laughs> yep, you got. Yeah, I, I forgot just, about that. This this train just chugs along, man. If you're there, you're there. You don't got to. You forget about it. And now here, and since we're here, let's get to some geek news, you bastard. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. Happy three fifty, everybody. We'll get to four hundred and we're like five hundred. Yes, we live forever. We're as old forever as Bilbo Baggins. 311 times I've done this. 311. 11. 11. 11. 11. I am 11. Uh, right. So look, it's 2020. So what I, what do I have for the news? Bad news. Lots of cancellations, (laughs) delays, things being shut down. Uh, let's just start with the big news that broke last week. It's, um, well, it was a chain reaction of events. Okay. It all started with the James Bond movie, No Time to Die by Universal that was supposed to be released this year, April 10th. That got delayed to November 20th, just this November 20th. Well, earlier last week, Universal delays No Time to Die to April 2nd, 2021. Oh, shit. All right. They're clearing the calendar. There's No Time to Die? The, the newest James Bond movie. Oh. Did you just say that before? I did say that before. Yeah, he did. Um, yes. Damn it. I will repeat myself. <laughs> it's James Bond with, uh, what's his Stop name? Stop looking at your phone, Ian. Daniel Craig. <laughs> hey, put that TikTok away. He's texting your girl right <laughs> So in response to that, cin- cinema giant Cineworld, which is the second largest global exhibitor behind AMC theaters, early Monday morning confirmed that it is temporarily suspending its operation in the U.S. and the U.K. Oh, shit. This move will impact 536 Regal Cinemas in the U.S., 127 Cineworld and Picture Houses in the U.K., and uh, it's effective tomorrow as we record, Thursday, October 8th. This will impact, this is the worst part to me, approximately 45,000 employees uh, are going to lose their job, and they're probably not going to open until, like, spring of next year. Their stock went down. 40 percent uh meanwhile amc theaters and uh say they say they are remaining open wow uh and cinemark which is different cinemark amc will remain open as regal all regal there's three big ones in the city here they're all shutting down is this uh i mean it's to be expected but uh what do you guys think is this bad this is kind of bad for the movie theater industry Again, but yeah. what else can yeah, they, I, mean, they I, I don't is it is it good? There can't be anything no, good. It's not good that comes but like what else can they do? Like they can't do anything. Move people aren't going to movies until there's a a vaccine or some sort of safety and and there's no mu- new movies coming out. So there's that's a double whammy. I wonder if maybe the tenant wasn't the right movie to try to attract people. No, I I thought about that actually. Right? 
No, I don't think it was the, necessarily the right or the wrong movie. I don't think any movie would have would have done well. Well, maybe like a James Bond movie. Maybe something that's familiar. I think if familiar. it's something – I disagree slightly, I yeah. think. Okay, so we're all in this um, kind of uh, this limbo of doing not doing shit. And something that really connects with people that's maybe like something that a comfort to them might get them to come out. Might. Something that is really worth the wait or whatever might get them to come out. But like Tenet, they're, they're, nobody understood what it was. It was kind of like a gamble. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's, it was this worth me going? If it was like an Avengers, it was, it was, it was like, Infinity War or See, something that, like that could have people worked. might have gone out yes. for it, but not in the numbers that it did in the, in the initial box off. But like it would have done way better than Tenet. Well, yeah. yeah. The only thing is, though, is like even if people were interested, the way the movie theaters are set up with the social distancing, you yeah. would need to sustain that interest for much longer than just like two weekends. I mean, I still see people. I still see Tenet being marketed yeah. as like movies are back. But yeah, Tenet. no, they're not. Sorry, Christopher Nolan, you tried, but. The thing I is, give, I give Nolan some some credit. Yeah, he probably knew he was going to lose money, but he was like, "I just want to do it." I mean, he's so against like digital things. Like you know, he films things actually on film. He doesn't want to put things on streaming. He's very old school traditionalist. He's trying to hold on. So, someone had to try. Yeah. Yes. And he had enough balls, and their studio had enough balls to say we're, we're we probably are going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah. but we're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna be the first. Unfortunately, they were it didn't work. Yeah, they but, were the sacrificial lamb. For this, yeah. do you think they're gonna re-release it? Tenant? No, no, it's gonna be out, dude. In a month, it'll be out forever. But no, no, in a month, it's gonna be out on like DVD by November, December. It's DVD. probably gonna be out on Blu-ray and streaming. Yes, DVD. <laughs> what DVD? That's the thing. I have a feeling if, when things are open, they'll re-release. I don't think it's like it's good enough to be. Re- <laughs> Having as the one that has seen it, yeah. Don't re-release that movie. Give us new Not things. Worth it. I mean, maybe a James Bond would have brought people back but i don't think james bond i mean at least it's like familiar you know what you're gonna get you know you can go in or like a jurassic park but that's not ready but like an avengers would have done it it's funny because they've just announced that they're re-releasing alita battle angel for some reason later in october like people are gonna come out and see that again and then like last week top five the fifth box office highest grossing film was empire strikes back oh i was like this is strange this is a strange world we live in but this is bad because you can't stay open for the next six months when there's nothing coming out. The only thing you can yeah. do is shut down and hibernate and and save the hemorrhaging. They should re-release great movies that never got their due. Um, or what about like old movies that maybe you didn't get to see in the yeah, theater? That's basically what. Like, for example, like John Carter. I'm not saying it's great, but I mean, it's, it, when it came out, no one saw it. Yeah, it got buried. Yeah, like yeah, no one fucking went to see. Uh, there's a lot of movies that are out there that. I would probably would like to see on the big screen that no one saw when they came out. So. I mean, even classic black and white movies, maybe, I don't know, but it's still not clearly audiences are not ready to come back and sit in a theater. No. Uh, so I, will they be able to reopen later? If they still have money. I don't know. This is kind of crazy. I don't know if we're looking at the end of theaters. Still, it continues uh, it listener. Which is sad. It is scary. Listener, let us know what you think. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It's closed. It's exclusive. It's just for you. The conversation continues. And in fact, Blake Braden has commented. I just want to share his thoughts on the Facebook group. Blake said, 
This is actually pretty scary. After Wonder Woman and Dune get moved, the next movie to actually produce a big crowd is not until March, and that's Ghostbusters Afterlife. This will have a ripple effect for a couple of years. He says, one, I don't care how much these production companies make. This is the end of the big budget blockbuster for some time. Two, we'll, we will see an even bigger rise in streaming service movies and TV shows. Three, think ticket prices were expensive before. Just wait. After these theaters reopen, some theaters tried with those cheap days, didn't work. And four, bye-bye MCU and DCEU. Reboot or revise them both to making lower budget films. So I, what do you think will be a better play in the future? Like there's a lot of speculation here. There's a lot of speculation. But he's right. It could go one of two ways is where the, the movie industry sees the theaters as a place to only release big blockbuster movies to make their money or it's a place where you release movies that didn't cost you a lot of money now because you know nobody's going to the theaters which way do you go there's a schism between the theater industry and the movie studios i I think that okay so if you project into the future okay at some point we're gonna have this whole pandemic thing under control It's not going to be cured or whatever, but we'll have it under control where people are going to feel like, okay, we know the precautions. We know we can go and do this and do that. I mean, people are going to the, they're going food shopping. They're going everywhere. I mean, there's people everywhere. I mean, malls are opening up. Gyms are open. Tattoo parlors are open. Yeah, so things, I think that uh, the movies are the last thing uh, and the public events and concerts are the last last thing that are going to actually open. But I think that that's not too far off. I think that maybe we're like, this spring will will be open for business. It's I'm I'm not to the level of what it was, but somewhat you'll be able to go do that. I, I know that there was a Jurassic Park event just at the Meadowlands here. Oh, that's fun! So there's things happening, and people are going to these things. Like they show an MCU marathon somewhere. Like you go watch. Well, there was like a you know the Jurassic Park where they have the dinosaurs, like the animatronic. Yeah, the, yeah where yeah. yeah, it's the show with the, the moving. I think they just had that. Oh, that show is and people fun. went to it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm not that, that, uh, I'm usually a complete nihilist and, and, and a negative person. Yeah. This is surprising, <laughs> but You're I like, feel we'll like it's got into you. <laughs> I feel no. Cause I just know things are happening. What? I'm like, well, that means that people either don't give a fuck anymore yeah, or, you know, that's what it means. People yes. have been convinced by whatever fake news is out there, yeah. like that we can just go back to life. <laughs> but I think that, um, by spring, I think that more things will be open for business. I think because I think see, unless there's like some kind of crazy spike where like all of a sudden we've doubled the body count. Like, I don't think anyone's like parents are pushing for their kids to go to school. All this shit's happening. So it's like I think that people have had like enough of this. Like and um, I think that springtime. I think you're going to see things open up. The theaters have to survive until spring to make this work. Anthony, you know me. I'm a complete, uh, what's the word, fatalist. Like, I think that it's not going to be the same. Like, things are going to be very different moving forward. Oh, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Do you think it's just all big budget movies? Like, the landscape of what movies we get is going to be completely different. I still think it's too it's too early to speculate. We really don't. I, we're going to get a vaccine. How effective it'll be, we don't know yet. How under control things, it's still just, it's too early to predict. I mean, the, the movie's shutting down for another six months is not good. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, Marvel's still going full steam ahead. I mean, they're still making big budget blockbusters. DC just did a big pan. Like, there's no, 
if they have to delay, they have to delay. But yeah. I still think a lot of these big studios are still investing in big budget budget movies. So maybe that maybe they'll be a new model, a new business model that'll come out for for films. I think that's there's going to be a shift and a new model. Uh, move- maybe maybe you have like a um, maybe you have a uh, pay service that you get to to watch five movies uh five movies oh, a five month. first run movies yes wow. and, and and you can choose those movies and that's why that's how you can actually get like a a box office oh that's the interesting as a kind of compromise in addition to theater revenue so they're getting hmm. that money the, the service is getting that money but then certain movies will get more money because they're the ones that are being watched oh, oh they're going to get their money that's right. for sure. Uh, moving forward, more delays. He just mentioned Dune. Well, Dune that was supposed to come out December 18th has officially been pushed back to October 1st, 2021. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, not surprising. That's a huge budget movie, although mm-hmm. sad in that it's a movie I was anticipating and big Oscar guy that was going to. Oh, maybe but get some yeah, Oscar. it was yeah, dude. That, that trailer got me super geek boner. Geek like, boner. Suddenly I wanted to see this movie. Well. I, I got the miniseries from Sci-Fi. I'm going to watch that instead. The 2001, or was it? Yeah. So that's from Warner Brothers. But surprisingly, Wonder Woman 1984 still on schedule for December 25th. That's probably going to change next week. I'll be here to tell you that. Uh, after that, Warner Brothers is like, you know what? I think we should move all these fucking movies. So they pushed the Batman back. October 1st, 2021 was when the Batman was supposed to come out. That was just given to Dune. The Batman is now coming out March 4th, 2022. Oh, shit. Jeez. Uh, pushing it back even further, which isn't a big surprise seeing as how Battenson had COVID and they've probably had some issues and they had to shut down and production's probably been delayed. Well, I heard he's an asshole anyway. Oh, he's really? Dead. Yeah, really? I heard that he's uh, uh. not getting into shape. I heard, oh, dude, I heard. I saw that. I saw that rumor that he was sent home from set because Pattinson was sent what? home from set because he was out of shape. Oh, shit. He would refuse to work out, which we mentioned that in that article months ago, remember? Hmm. Where he's like, yeah. I don't think I need to work out for this. Batman is just, he's my body. He's like, they sent him home. They sent him home is the rumor like I saw. Like well, they, he, the, the thing is, is that the stunt double that they got for him. He's so jacked, probably. It's like the size he should be, yeah. and he's like nowhere near that. So he, when he's. Bruce Wayne, he looks like a completely different they guy. Like, but you go home and you whatever. lift some weights, you motherfucker, and think about what you did. I mean, it's a suit, so you can get away with it, but it's, you know, he's right, but like, it's still not. He's good. method. He's like, no. I Why do it. we have this asshole playing? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't take it seriously. It's a fucking huge deal. Dude, they're paying you to exercise, you fuck. I wish somebody would pay me and watch my diet and send me a personal trainer. You, Pattinson, like, do you realize? He's not what's making the movie good. No. I hate to say it, even though he's a good actor. He's not what's going to it's Matt Reeves that's going to make the movie. You know, it may not even like the Batman movie may it may be like an ensemble thing where he's like not even the main guy even though it's called the Batman. He's probably the main guy. What am I he's saying? The, I mean, he's the main he's guy. The I Batman. mean, look, if he's being such a dick, yeah. I would just be like you're fired. We only shot like a quarter of the movie Yeah, we anyway. can start over. <laughs> but they got a trailer <laughs> with the guy. We're just going to deep fake your face on the stunt double you asshole. Yeah. That's it. Just- he was uh he was pretty good in in Tenet. 
Yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's pretty, uh, from what I've seen in other stuff. He's, he's good. He's, he's, a good he's, a good, he's a good actor. We, I mean, we know that, but if he's also an asshole. But, uh, you know, sometimes the good oh, ones are tougher Christian Bale's a huge asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to let the artist breathe. But I think he, he worked out. Yeah. At least yeah. he did that. He did work out. Yeah. He, he, he definitely takes his craft very seriously. Too seriously. Yeah. He will kill himself and starve himself. He will kill himself. He will yeah. yell at anyone who fucks with his yes, lights. he's crazy. You're fucking amateur. <laughs> <laughs> he fucks in his field of yes. vision. It wasn't even his lights. He was in his field of vision distracting him. It was him. lights in the background. For fucks. Oh, don't you know with the lights over here. Uh, Warner Brothers also moved back The Flash to November 4, 2022. Shazam sequel Fury of the Gods has shifted an entire year to June 2nd, 2023. And uh, Black Adam has been temporarily removed from the schedule entirely. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, but they uh, they did move up the Matrix Four. I don't. I so they moved it up. Yeah, they moved it up to December twenty second, twenty twenty one, which was the date Black Adam was supposed well, to come out. I'm I'm still doubtful that things will look normal even next year. But what a slate in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. Yes, twenty twenty one is gonna be <laughs> gonna be stacked. stacked. Seven blockbuster movies every weekend. Imagine that if it ever comes back, just like huge movies weekend well, after weekend. We won't have to go back and review old movies anymore. No, we won't have time. There'll be 17 things. There's 40 superhero movies coming out this month. What the fuck? <laughs> but this, I mean, this is going to be a problem eventually. As they keep pushing this back, they're going to run out of slots. It's going to be overcrowding. Companies will be cannibalizing their own profits with their then own they're going to have to change their plot to include coronavirus. Yeah, see, this is going to happen. My conspiracy. The fuck? It's coming true. I like that. The fuck? That's really good. It's better. It's much yeah. better than. Wait, let me it, let me try this one out. What? The fuck? That's pretty good. That's there pretty go. good. I like it. Uh, wait, I'm not done with delays. Jurassic World Dominion uh, pushed back a whole year to do June 10th, 2022. It was supposed to come out July 2021. So this movie that was already going to come out in the summer of next year, and they've just like, we're pushing this whole fucking thing back. I also saw a story that someone tested positive on the set here, and they have to quarantine for two weeks. So like I said last week, things are going to be taking a lot longer to make with this bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it does affect a lot of things. It's going to slow everything That's why animation down. should be the, the primary thing. Yeah. Because everybody could make it in separate rooms. Yeah. They don't have to be together. You sit at home and just email the cells over. I'll put it together. Yeah. No problem. Uh, listener, you can help everybody out by wearing a mask. And if you need some masks to rotate into your accessories, we have them. Visit our shop. com slash shop. And you could buy a bunch of wonderful designs on masks, two different kind of masks. And get a t-shirt and a hoodie. It's getting cold. Stay warm. Buy some merch. Promote the show. com slash shop. Okay, let's move on to some streaming wars. I got some bad news and good news over streaming shows that are great. Netflix, who, uh, Rugs, we mentioned how they just throw money at shit. They're pumping content out left and right that nobody's ever heard about. Right. They're also very quick to axe shows, to cancel shows, even if they're fucking top 10 uh, fan favorite shows. For example... They just announced that the wrestling show Glow is canceled. I enjoyed this show. I got really angry at this. I love. Oh, shit. This is like lame. I love this show. And here's the even worse rub is that a year ago they were given a season four renewal. This is a reversal of a renewal. 
What? Like that? They started writing season four. And it was in the bag. Now the reason they're canceling it does make a lot of sense, as this is a show that features wrestling. And uh, what do you got to do when you wrestle? You're going to be in each other's face. You are going to be very close to each other. So from this article from Deadline, it says, Glow faced its own unique challenges with the physical requirements of wrestling, a focal point of the show, that makes it a high risk to produce safely during COVID. That includes physical contact, heavy breathing, exertion. But if you can play basketball during why can't you? You have to bubble. You have to put everybody in a bubble. So that's the other problem that there's a huge cast of 20 that everyone would have to be checked, which is also increases the cost of the budget. And also, as shows go, every season the show gets the budget, it costs more money. The, the actors want more I money. I would just shoot a movie and then just yes. end the story. Yes. That's what Mark Marin said, I think, on Twitter. He's, yeah. please give us a movie to finish the story. Because they can do it with the bubble. They just go in the bubble. And they shoot the thing, and then then they leave. And and, and what does it take to shoot a movie? A month? Yeah, two months. They could do go away from their family for two. Otherwise, months. you'd have to do a season of Glow where there's no wrestling, and everyone is in a different location. And think of twenty storylines. It's not going to work. No, Anthony, you should check this show out. It's really good. Did Did you watch it, some? It was on my radar for a hot second, and then I just didn't decide to watch it. But I did hear it was a good show. Mark Maron is fucking fantastic. Allison Brie. Um, Betty Gilpin, uh, great three seasons. So at least we, yeah, have- I think it's a, definitely a recommend. Yeah. It's, it's easy to binge. It hooks you. It feels a lot like Cobra Kai. It does a little bit. <laughs> yes. It has, it has a similar, not, not, it's a little bit more of a ridiculous than Cobra Kai. But it's also, it's set in the eighties when Glow was yeah. created. So they capture that fucking eighties feel, um, uh, perfect, pitch perfect. Yeah. Highly recommended. They also canceled uh, another show that just came out had one season, Teenage Bounty Hunters. <laughs> oh shit! I never watched Dude, that, so I don't. It's care. so good. I really love that show. I'm kind of sad. It's a great show, actually. Kadeem Hardison from a different world is on it. Uh, it was. It's a f- wacky, campy show, and one and done is fine for that show. Whatever. It's fun to watch. Uh, here's what is coming back: Cobra Kai season three. Speaking of Cobra Kai rugs. They put out an announcement teaser with uh, the date. It will be returning January 8th, 2021. Geek Boner. So they, it's going to be huge. They filmed, They finished this a long time ago, this season three. The and they're already teasing season four yes. within that trailer. See, it's a season four in training. But in this little trailer, you see clips of uh, John Kreese with some blood. You see Hawk in jail. Real quick, I think, or is it Robbie in jail? Oh, Robbie's in jail. Hawks with his shirt off. Oh, yes. Like he just beat someone down. Yeah, he beat someone down. And then the big thing is Miguel in the bed in traction suddenly opens his eyes. Oh, shit. Do you think he's Robocop now? Did they give him bionic arms? Yeah. Is that what they're doing? That's what the, that's the vibes I'm getting. Is it going to be $6 million man Miguel versus uh, yeah. the rest of them? I, I loved it. Isn't it they so gave good? Him, they gave him like Robo back. Well, uh, obviously, Anthony, what do you hope for Miguel? Well, I, we want him to be able to walk I mean, again. Everyone, you know, yeah. you want him to be able to start doing karate again. <laughs> you know, he's got to walk. You want to, you want him to get, be able to walk, hook up with Sam, make him his girlfriend, make her his girlfriend again, and uh, do karate again, and maybe beat uh, Robbie's ass. I don't know. They're kind of one to one now. He needs to do it as quick as Bruce Wayne did it in Dark Knight Rises and get yeah, the fuck out he of it. just needs that guy to punch <laughs> oh, him in the back. Somebody punch me in the back fine. so I can walk around. I have bionic legs That's now. That's the worst thing. They just hang him up and punch him in the back and he's fine. <laughs> hey, I can walk. Yeah. <laughs> they, I think they should give him a bionic arm that has – it's one use. It's, you can only use it once and then it's useless. So you have to use it carefully. 
You can't just willy I think it'd be cool to see him like kind of go from not being able to walk at all to like being a, a, a champ again. Yeah, the redemption story will be amazing. It definitely gives him some humanity. That so moment where he happens. gets up and, and does win and yeah. So Cobra Kai's coming back, so that's good. Uh in other streaming wars news, I thought this was interesting. The boys on Amazon season two, it's been doing very good in the ratings. In fact, so good. Nielsen uh, released that for the first time, uh, it, the boys and Mulan have cracked the top 10 streaming TV shows, a list that's all that's just all Netflix shows. Oh, shit. it's always been Netflix shows for weeks and weeks. The boys comes in at number three uh, and Mulan actually coming in at number 10, which is kind of notable that uh, Netflix is the big boy. But. The boys is giving it a fucking run for its money. Uh, the season finale will have aired by the time this show airs. Anthony, it's it. That's it. Eight episodes. Done. It. Are yes. we reviewing it next week? If you can watch them all, yes. Yeah. All right. I, I've, I'm through five. I can. If pound you out are caught up, absolutely. I can't wait. Next week. Yes, I can't wait for the season finale because because the penultimate penultimate episode was crazy. <laughs> I can't say that word. Episode seven was fucking. Each episode gets crazier. It's amazing. Rugs, you enjoying it still? Yeah, I like it. I went for a lull, and I was like scratching my head of what direction they were going in. But then, but yeah, then it also all of a sudden became interesting again. All right, we'll be reviewing it next week. That's good timing. Uh, I'm gonna watch the whole thing over again. It's that good. You watch it. (laughs) I'm gonna watch it. it. You watch it twice. I will watch it twice. Everybody's watching the boys. Uh, Speaking of Mulan, here's a question I want to ask you guys because I noticed story came out. Mulan is this week is being released to all digital retailers for the same price, $29.99. Oh, shit. Okay, it's going to be on Amazon, Fandango, Vudu, your Comcast. You can get it everywhere. Now, as Disney's whole deal was Disney Plus Premier Access, you get it early, $30 to sort of own the film. Technically, what they've just done here, putting it on all of uh, streaming services for $30 is cheaper than the deal we got as Disney Plus subscribers, where we have to pay an additional, what, like $80 a year to keep a- access, quote unquote, to the movie. My question is, is this a fuck you to Disney Plus subscribers? Should we be pissed at this move? What was the point of this? Uh, I don't think so. No, no. Because you got it on Disney Plus first. Did also, first. all these other these all these digital retailers like Amazon, yeah, Fandango. And I think Amazon. You, I mean, that you're paying for Prime, right? Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Ah, and you're getting well, this movie two months later. I, I, mean, I mean, they want Disney wants to make money, so yeah. they've got they're putting it, release it on all the other platforms to people for people to buy. If you subscribe to Disney Plus by December, it, this movie yes. is going to be free. Yes, quote unquote free. So I don't think they, it's not. It's not really a fuck you. It's just like, all right, you got first access on Disney if you had Disney Plus. I wonder if this was always the plan because I just I feel like it didn't do so great, even though it cracked the top ten list. Uh, yeah, they it's hard to get any any numbers on if it did. Great. No, they're not gonna they're not gonna tell us. But I I should have waited at least another month. I feel some Disney Plus subscribers are like, what the fuck? Wait, a little too close. It's a little, it is. It's a little too soon. But now, like, but you, we noticed this shit. We're like, oh, we just watched this, this just like a week ago. And now it's everywhere. <laughs> I could have, I could have owned, you could have outright kind of owned the film for $30. Yeah. Where with Disney Plus, you don't really own it. Really? I mean, 
It's there. So I thought that was a uh, interesting strategery. I don't know. I don't know. Put out black widow. They're not going to do that. Also new mutants is probably coming out soon on DVD or Blu-ray or streaming. Uh, so that'll be fun. Last thing. Here's a, a little bit of tech news that may help everyone in their streaming choices. Uh, if you have Google Chromecast, you will like this. They have updated the Chromecast. They have something called Google TV. Oh, shit. It's their streaming TV package. It's $50. Similar to Chromecast, there's a dongle you put into your TV. Excuse you? There's a dongle. Oh, yeah, there's a dongle. Is it big? Geek boner. It's very big. Floppy jack. It's a little bit of a floppy dongle, but you shove it into uh, your HDMI and power it up, and there's a remote. And you can get all the apps to stream all the things, including... HBO Max that is still not available on the Roku or yeah, it's fucking Fire bullshit. TV. I got to watch these fucking movies on my laptop. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's for, on the HBO well, Max. I've hooked it up to my TV at times, but I can't figure out the sound. So, yeah, it fucking sucks. That is annoying, especially a three-hour fucking movie. So I had to watch. Yeah, I've been watching these HBO Max movies on my See, laptop. that is annoying. I don't know why they don't put it on the Fire TV and on Roku and on more things. Money. Negotiation. Yeah, they haven't locked down a thing. But this Both are playing hardball with each other. This Google TV is a, uh, a pretty good competitor to Roku's streaming stick and the Amazon Fire Stick. Rugs, do you use the Chromecast for 50 bucks? I use Android TV. Oh, so... Use Android It's TV. probably the same shit yes. because, you know, Chrome and Android are the same thing. I use it in NVIDIA Shield. Okay. And that's a strictly an Android box. I also have a TV that is a, an Android TV. So I don't need to use shit. Yeah. It's it like automatically. TV. And, yeah. and I, everything works. There's nothing yeah. that doesn't work except yeah. for Apple's shit. Well, this. And I don't give a fuck th- about this. That. Google, this Google TV also doesn't have Apple TV Plus. Yeah. So, so. that's the only thing that you're not going to be going to get that shit with Amazon either. I don't think. No, you don't. That's uh, only on Apple. Well, I'll put so, a link. There's a pretty good review from CNET if anybody is interested in it. If it's new. anything like Android TV, yeah. it works great. It's a nice layout. You can flip through. It shows all the shows from everywhere, big big squares and tiles, just like everything else. Uh, but you could get HBO Max on a TV this way if you don't have like a PlayStation, which is what I use. Yeah. Chromecast. Yeah. yeah. This is going yeah. That's the yeah that we all love and need. <laughs> we need more of that yeah in 2020. Okay, let's take a quick break here, guys. We'll play some promos, and we will come back and talk about hobbits and elves and orcs and shit right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Was A Quiet Place inspired by signs it comes at night in War for the Planet of the Apes? Was Ready Player One influenced by Avatar, Wreck-It Ralph, and The Last Starfighter? Is the Hurricane Heist more influenced by Sharknado or Geostorm? These are the kinds of questions my guest co-hosts and I discuss on my podcast, Piecing It Together. Every week we look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it. Whether it's the story, the character development, tone, or even use of music. Every movie was influenced by something that came before and we want to figure out what. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where 
Here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Hey, support the show, Jock and Nerd listener. There's an easy way to ensure that we keep making shows every week for you. It's by joining our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jock and Nerd! You can support the show multiple tiers. There's bonus content. Everyone gets an RSS feed full of movie reviews, early access to the podcast, uh, post shows, uh, special series is, is lots of bullshit. Jock Talk, there's sports content, actual sports content. Uh, and here's a fun thing. If you give us $10 or more a month, you get the exclusive power to force us to watch and review any movie you want. Oh, shit. This power can be used for good. It could be used for evil. It's up to you, listener. Uh, and we've done a bunch of these. We're going to do another one this episode. They're a lot of fun. So sign up right now. Jockander.com slash Patreon. Okay, let's get to the Patreon movie review this week, fellas. It's Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. The first in Peter Jackson's trilogy. This review is sponsored by Dedicated to my vitiligo brother from another mother, Joe Henry. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's his second pick. Remember, he picked Predestination for us. Right. Which we did episode 267. Great fucking movie. That's a great pick. This is a great pick. And Joe is an amazing patron. He's been with us for a long time. He has been a patron for 40 months. Oh, shit. Uh, he is number two top lifetime donator of all time. Joe Henry. Jesus, we can't, can't thank you enough. Joe's the best. I love Joe Henry. Uh, with that said, here are your spoilers for this movie. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. All right. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, uh, based on the 1954 novel called The Fellowship of the Ring by J.R.R. Tolkien in his Lord of the Ring trilogy on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is at 91%. Pretty good. Pretty good. The franchise, as far as the franchise goes, uh, the first movie is 91%. The second movie, Two Towers, 95%. And uh, third movie, Return of the King, 93%. All solid scores. The average rating for this movie is 8.18 out of 10. And then if you count the Hobbit movies, it goes in reverse. Uh, they get worse. Yeah. Except for that second one. Uh, so we won't count those. Box office wise, uh, this movie made a lot of money. I, you know, one of the things I thought was amazing is these three Lord of the Rings movies, their budget was about $93, 94000000 million. Oh, shit. Isn't that crazy? Less than $100 million. Oh, yeah. Wow. Th something like this today, easily what? $250? $200, million? Well, they all, they all filmed it in New Zealand and yeah, they back created back. this workshop and they kind of was like a homegrown thing. And it was an epic, uh, task, but they all kind of, they kept it small for some reason. And it, they did a lot with CG and 
a lot, a lot of practical stuff yep, too. Yep. And so good it, use. it wasn't like all yep. CG. So yep. it was just so much practical stuff in there that I probably uh, took a load off the budget. Good use of the mo- uh, money. Uh, this three hour movie, uh, domestic gross ends at $313 million worldwide makes $883 million. Not too bad. The next movie makes $936 million. The next, the third movie breaks a billion, 1.1 billion. These, Three movies have uh, raked in nearly $3 billion worldwide. Uh, not too bad for Peter Jackson. So, Rugs, like you said, the principal photography, that was the unique thing. I remember when this was being made, this was big news. They lived in New Zealand for, like, years. Production lasted for the trilogy. They shot everything back-to-back 274 days. Yeah, so, like, setting it all up, and then breaking it all down and everything and doing all the effects. A lot of it did, was happening in New Zealand. So. They started shooting this October 1999 and finished December 2000. Oh, shit. And then they had pickup shots every year following 2001 through 2003. I should mention this movie came out 2001, December, Christmas. At the beginning of the, that decade, Lord of the Rings ruled every Christmas for the first three years as these movies came out and got tons of awards. This first movie wins four out of 13 Oscar nominations. Not too bad. The third film, Return of the King, cleans up in 2004. It gets Best Picture. I think it became the first fantasy movie to win Best Picture. Peter Jackson wins Best Director. The movie, all the movies overall, won 17 out of 30 Academy Award nominations. The third movie, Return of the King, won 11. Holds the record for most Oscars alongside Titanic. Oh, shit. Those are some crazy stats there, people. Uh, this is the, uh, the, the love story from Peter Jackson, of course, directed by Peter Jackson, uh, cast and a stellar, stellar cast written by Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, and Peter Jackson screenplay. Uh, the cast, I mean, I'll just read off these names. Uh, Sean Austin, Sean Bean, Kate Blanchett, Orlando Boom, Bloom, uh, Christopher Lee, Andy Circus, Ian McKellen, Dominic Moynihan, Vigo Mortensen, John Rhys Davis, uh, Hugo Weaving, Elijah Wood, of course, as Frodo, and just Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler, a bunch of uh, white people and British people. <laughs> a lot of white people in Middle Earth. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, but it is Middle Earth. Um, there's an extended cut of this edition, which we did not watch because the one that's available on HBO max is the theatrical cut. The extended cut adds another 30 fucking minutes. Oh shit. Uh, have you, has have you seen that one rugs? Yeah. Okay. I think this theatrical cut was just fine. Yeah. That, yeah. I had seen <laughs> the, um, on when I Googled the runtime, I thought, yeah. I think I got the runtime for, for the, the extended yes, version. Yes. And I was going, Oh my God. That's what happened to me too. And yes. then I realized that the movie is still quite long. Yes. But not, but not that, that long. fucking long. <laughs> it makes a difference. Half an hour makes a fucking difference. Yeah, especially when you're watching this movie on a laptop. Well, let's get into that. <laughs> Anthony, first of all, I want to know, have you ever seen any of these movies before? What did you know? No. About them? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Shit. It's going to be fantastic. Okay. How did you watch this movie? I watched it on HBO Max on a laptop. Lame. Because Roku doesn't have HBO Max, and I tried hooking up an HDMI cable, but for whatever reason, the laptop couldn't transfer sound through an HDMI cable. It should. Was sound coming out at all? You got nothing. I was getting it through my laptop. Oh, it was coming out of the laptop and not over there. Fuck. Mm. 
Yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't troubleshoot it on my own. I'm sorry. So <laughs> I watched the movie on my fucking laptop. Yikes! A movie that over two nights, a three hour movie that's clearly intended for the largest epicest screen <laughs> you can find. You watch. Okay, so let's start with you, Anthony. First of all, uh, what the fuck happens in this first uh, Fellowship of the Rings? There, what's the plot? Apparently, this is on like Middle Earth. Sure. Um, <laughs> It's kind of like Game of Thrones, except this was before Game of Thrones. It's yes, I don't it know was. Who wrote the books first? So I don't know who's aping who. Oh, it's what. definitely it's definitely Tolkien. He's the first guy. He's the first guy. Okay, yeah. So it's all Tolkien. Like Game of Thrones, it's a more fantasy. It leans more in the fantasy with elves and orcs and all sorts of shit. But anyways, there's this fucking ring <laughs> that this dude made. <laughs> Everyone has some rings, but there's this one ring that this really evil guy named Sauron has. Bling. It's about bling. Yeah, and he apparently dies because this human cuts off his hands, and he has this ring that can basically control everything, and it's really evil. The ring ends up in uh, Bilbo Baggins' hands uh, accidentally after a ring of, uh, after a string of other people, but he's a dwarf. No, he's not a dwarf. He's a, a hobbit. hobbit. Yeah. And he leaves, and he bequeaths the ring to his nephew Frodo Baggins, and Frodo has his ring, doesn't know what it is, and... A bunch of people find out he has a ring, including some really bad people, and they're after him. And Frodo, along with um, some humans, some elves, some dwarves, some more hobbits, they form this little alliance, or maybe you could call it a fellowship. Oh, it's a fellowship, is it? Based on the ring, or of the ring, (laughs) and they decide to go on this adventure to basically keep the ring out of bad people's hands, and this is the first part of the story. They gotta, if, the ba- if the bad people get the ring, then it's all over for Middle well, they, Earth. They got to drop yeah. the ring back into the where it, the fires where it was made to destroy. Well, I didn't want to get that far, but no. I guess well, who cares? I mean, We're spoiling. It's shit. the Lord of the Rings. It's been out for. It's 19 called years. a synopsis, Imran. Not a sorry. Uh, I understand. Yeah, the movie's been out for nineteen years. Yeah, Imran. <laughs> Anyways, first time watching this nineteen years after it was a huge fucking deal. Anthony, what did you think of this first act of this journey of these fucking people? Did I mention I watched this on a laptop? Yes, you did, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I, think, uh, I, think, I mentioned it's unfortunate. I think that really impacts your right, that sucks. your perspective on this movie. Yeah. But that aside, you know, I was always hesitant to getting into Game of Thrones because I never liked fantasy stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when these movies came out in the early 2000s, I wasn't into fantasy at all. Mm-hmm. So I never decided to watch them. I'd never had any interest in watching them. Even to this day, after watching Game of Thrones, I still had pretty much zero interest in watching them. The only reason now is not only because Joe Henry decided to make us watch it, but I guess I'm, you know, uh, Roman Polanski You're now. Mr. Movie, you got to watch The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, this? so I guess I got to watch it. Yeah. So I threw it on. Um, it's interesting watching it now, <laughs> having yeah. seen Game of Thrones. And t- yeah. like, I did a little research, and this was like the first of its kind where it's this huge, sprawling, epic yep, movie. Yep. Like, now we get these things all the time. Yeah. But in early 2000s, I guess this was kind of an anomaly, a little different. You know, it was like this and Spider-Man. And it wasn't these huge epics like it is now with all the money that they've thrown at stuff. So it's interesting watching it now. Um, I have to say, like, I can appreciate the level of care and story that's in these from the, you know, inspired by the books and Peter Jackson uh, directing this stuff and the the cinematography and the amount of like great actors in this uh, can all be appreciated, but I I would equate this similar to my interest in Star Wars or like a Harry Potter. Sure, in that people really love this shit. Yeah, people really think that a lot of like the originals are really awesome must see movies. For me, I'm like, 
eh, I don't know. I, I guess it's all right. Yeah, it didn't quite. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't necessarily inspire me to be like, go out of my way to keep watching. The it didn't sweep two. you up, did it? No, it did not. Mm, it's not. Interesting. I still think these fantasy stories are just not my thing. It is a lot about things that like, why would I give a fuck about elves and orcs? And I just can't. And it's relate. a lot to like, they throw a lot of names similar to Game of Thrones, yes, actually. Yes. Um, but they it's throw the, all these names, names and yeah. locations at yeah. you. And I'm just going, what? Yeah, How? it's a lot. It's What's a lot. going on? I mean, the whole movie starts in a voiceover. The thing about like Game of Thrones that made it easier, I guess, is that people just told me to stick with it. So maybe if I stick with this. Yes. But man, it's hard to sit, stick with something for three hours in front of a laptop. All right, I'm going to stop saying okay, I watch this movie laptop. Okay, the laptop part sucks, but this is something hopefully you want to stick with. Rex, what is your relationship with The Lord of the Rings? Well, I did not see this on a laptop. I saw this in fucking the best theater I could see it in. Had you read the books and, before? Um, I had not. I had read The Hobbit. Okay. And then, and that's the, the, the prequel to this book. Right. It's basically, uh, the story of, uh, Bilbo. Right. You know, yeah. and, 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 you know, all the, all his adventures with, uh, the ring and this and that. Um, so anyhow, so I had, I kind of had an idea about the world and the, and Middle Earth and shit like that, but I, mean, I never actually read The Lord of the Rings. Uh, when I went to see this in the theater, I, uh, was blown away. I was just like, I was bored. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was bored. But then it did kind of start to like gra- grab hold of me as I was watching. And I was like, this is fucking boring. Like, I hate the Shire. I hate these fuck. And then I was, I'm like, I want to see some fucking badass shit. And I want shit explode. I want tits to be flying at me. Yeah. I want things to be going on. You know, and they open up with a nice action scene, yeah, you know? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this shit's going to be fucking badass. And all of a sudden it just cuts to and the And they're shire. smoking weed in the Shire. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, whatever. But then all of a sudden, it's just the fact that they were able to create this impending doom and they were able to, to make this ring a, a character Absolutely. in this thing that has its own will to like, to, to unite with Sauron and, and, Sauron, it's all like an analogy for like the great evil inside of you, right? Uh-huh. Because that's why they didn't give Sauron a body. They just gave it an eye, made him an eye. That was a choice that Peter Jackson made. Uh-huh. And so um, I think that it's all like this metaphor for like, the if you actually sat sat around and got yourself to a place where you can see the evil or that you let the evil that's inside you come out. Yeah. Because we're all like these animals and we used to fucking kill at will, you know, chopping off people's heads in the middle of, of squares sure. like not too long ago. You know, we're brutal ass, fucking dark ass people. And, um, and I think this was, was, was a time where people were becoming civilized and, and Sauron is like that symbol of like of our, of our primal evil nature. Man. So I think it's really great that like he was able to get this impending doom in, in this little fucking ring. You could see even when Gandalf got near it, it fucked him up. Yeah, you know he, what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. and then like, all of a sudden he was like, Oh shit. Like, what the fuck? I had to, and he had to go fucking, he had to go fucking to the library. And shit, like, what and, like, is this shit? and then Frodo <laughs> just comes along. He's like, Hey, what's this? Yeah. So, um, like he, he's like, Oh my God, I, I, I fucking forgot about this shit. Like this shit is here. Oh my God. We can't just let this shit be here. So I was just like, wow, that is like, Thanos was impending doom. The stakes are and, high in this movie. And, and feel like it. Thanos was like a. Th- this is also. I think that that ring yeah. and Sauron yeah. are just as as scary as Thanos. Yeah. 
I think it's just as um, kind of gripping at a certain point. I let, I just, and then the thing is, these movies are fucking long. And if you watch the extended versions, they're even longer. And all of that is to try and pay tribute to the book, which is fucking dense as fuck. Yeah. And there's so much shit, so much detail in it. So he tried, he cut a lot of shit out, but he tried to get as much well, in I, as possible. And I understand some of the characterizations are different in the movie from yeah. the book. And another thing you have to understand is that, okay, the ring, when it gets cut off of the dude's hand, Soran's hand, yeah. it's lost for like almost 3,000 years, like 2,000 and change, yeah, right? 25, yeah, 25 to 100 years. So like said. this evil has been always been around. There's always been orcs and there's always been stuff, but it hasn't like bubbled up to the surface until now because uh, I think when when um, Gollum had it, yeah, for some reason – he kind of like he he kept it to himself and like he didn't do anything with it. Really, he so just kind of like ring got bored and left him. Yeah. So like, and Gollum lived a long time. So now that it was free to be among men, like all of a sudden Sauron's like, all right, now I can come back. Let's do this. That extends you know? your life too. So yeah. So um, interesting. Okay, that clears up some of the plot holes I may have had with the movie. Well, yeah, I just think that. The the movie in and of itself can be boring because in the book, it's like this this epic journey that takes years and years and years. It's not doesn't happen in like a month. This happens over like this this him going to to Mordor to throw it in the fucking volcano. This takes him like like a long like years of Decades? his life. Dude. How long? I don't know exactly, but I mean, I'm going to say like years. Okay. To like travel across. Yeah. On foot. Yeah. To like the end of the earth on his fucking hobbit in his feet. Place. Yeah, I think they. I read that they condensed it a lot. Yeah, the movie, which makes sense. Well, even in this first first movie, like he mentions this a four day trek, and they already are through did the fucking know, thing. I'm I'm curious your thoughts, but I'm just going to ask: Do people know when this movie came out that there were other movies coming out? Because man, this is a, quite a cock tease. I think they did. I think the big Everyone thing knew that was, was they're shooting no, everybody knew that it was a trilogy. Yeah. Okay. There was no, there was no mystery. So to he's it. setting was, up things in this movie that are pay off. I mean, he filmed everything back to back to back. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. They filmed the whole thing. They knew so. they were coming out every year successively in December, I believe. Yeah. So here's my initial reaction, right? Say, a, a lot, you loved it. No, a lot. Well, look, a lot like Anthony. I, I saw these initially, I believe in the theater when it came out because it was a lot of people were talking about this to production. It was winning Oscars. It was making money. I was like, let me go check this out. And initially, Anthony, I was like you. I, 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 it was a little too much fantasy for me. I remember going, yeah, that was good. I couldn't really relate to it. And then I kind of forgot about these movies for 19 years, right? I'm watching it again 19 years later, and I clearly could not appreciate it when I first watched it. And at first, I thought this was going to be another Kingsman Secret Service debacle. Oh, shit. Where I was going to get raked over the coals for my opinion. But you know what? <laughs> I fucking was thoroughly enthralled with this movie. Watching it now, kind of like for the first time, what a fucking well-made, fun, epic adventure. And at the end, like you said, it is a cock tease, but I, I wanted more. Like, I wanted it to keep going. I was totally in. I can't. I'm going to watch the other well, two movies What do you again. get out of this film? Like, what it, at the end of this film, what do you, where do you think is the point of this uh, in terms of character? Anthony, what do you think? I don't know what Anthony thinks. What do I think is the point in terms of character? What's the theme? I think yeah. um, Aragorn, whatever, Aragorn is yes. kind of like lifted Strider. up a bit by Sean Bean's death. So he's now accepted as a king of the humans or whatever the fuck he is. He's accepting his fate. Um, 
Basically, Frodo and Samwise are like a gay couple. <laughs> um, but they're you know Maybe. Frodo's um, super like commit like he's 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 a really good dude. Like you can tell yeah. he's he's so committed to doing this task, even though it, he never asked for it. That he realizes he has to go, jump away from the. He doesn't want to endanger anyone. Like he's, he's, he's that yeah. caring of his friends, and yeah. Samwise loves him. And then the rest of the group. By the end of it, they've just formed a bond where they're like, "Well, we're a fellowship, so even if motherfucker is going to do it on his own, we still got to help those two we other fucks." We got to save the hobbits, yeah. Pippin yeah. so and, and Mary. Everyone's just at a, in a tighter spot. By the end I think. I think that at the end of this film, there's a, a realization from a lot of characters that they're not safe around the ring. Yeah, yeah, and that it's you know it it took uh it took one of them already. It, it took hold of uh, one of them already. Or a mayor. And and Frodo is like, I can't. I can't be around anyone. I have to just do this on my own. I, it was stupid to think that people could help me because this is too powerful and it's too irresistible. And for some reason I could feel it slowly killing me, but I have to go on my own. And then all of a sudden Samwise runs out. Yes. And doesn't leave, that doesn't let him. Move. I love that because the whole group, everyone, if you notice, they're all telling Frodo, you have to do this alone. You go do this alone. And Samwise is like, no, fuck you. I made you a promise, Mr. Frodo. Uh, it just shows you his pure, of hardness, but I love how you see the effect of the ring first on Bilbo, where he fucking he fucking horrors out for a second. His eyes get all like that part was amazing, or he's like, "No, give it to me." You see it affect Gollum. You see uh, how it would affect Galadriel for is a that second. Sean Bean's character? No, that's Boromir. So you see it affect oh. Boromir also. I, is that his name, act- Sean Bean? That's Sean Bean. We'll get to Sean Bean for a second. You actually see uh, how it actually affects Smeagol who becomes Gollum. Oh, that's Smeagol and he will be Gollum. Yeah, and you get yeah, the nice Smeagol, tease. Well, Smeagol is is the guy who is the is the hobbit who who gets the ring. Gollum's like a title, right? I can't tell you how he gets on our ruin it for you, but he gets the ring and then he becomes Gollum. Cuz the ring like basically twists you and 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 just affects you so much that you become inhuman over time. That's why that's why um Bilbo was able to have that really de- demonic face right, at that for moment. for a second. He was it, turning it's, him. It, and uh, the hobbits are like the more, is the are the purest creatures that are like so far away from evil. Like they, they're pure. They're like, they're like cherubs, you know, they're like, they're so innocent and whatever. And um, so it's only safe with someone that pure. Yeah, it makes sense that Frodo and even it then, has it. It's not safe. It's not. No, because it's not. It, it, you know, it like, does yeah, affect him. It's it's kind of pointed out that Frodo is Jesus kind of like he it's, it's his destiny. It's the savior. Yeah. Like yeah. if even like Bilbo had it and he was succumbing to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, Galadriel tells her, she's like, you're the only one that can do this. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely like you have to respect how intricate Tolkien made all of this world and how Peter Jackson was able to translate it to on screen. I, I, I give it all the credit in the world. It's just, uh, Subject matter, <laughs> not as not this, as intriguing, I, I, and I don't know what the I, I guess Game of Thrones has a little bit more. Maybe Lord of the Rings will have gained this as if I watch the other two movies, which I probably will at some point. But Game of Thrones had a little bit more maturity for me. Yeah, this is still a little whimsical. For I me. mean, it's PG thirteen also, and it's meant you know that is the I, you audience. know there is boobs, but you know yeah. in Game of Thrones, but yeah. overall seriousness in Game of Thrones. I, is I think that's that's what uh, bothered me to be honest with you when it first came out. I was like these, these hobbits. I just can't stand them. I can't stand the hobbits. <laughs> I can't stand how they said fellowship of the ring. I know that's and kind tried of, to have a moment. That was a little there. cringy that, that they had to it say. It was the very title. cringy. Yeah. 
but and so there are there's definitely things that you can criticize and say though this is like amateur hour but dude this is blockbuster epic movie making at its fucking finest you know i think if you actually look at it through through the lens of the trilogy yes and the moving pieces and the characters there's payoff i feel like it's and then it becomes brilliant because you're like okay the juxtaposition of all of these like like syrupy sweet characters that are like a little too happy and happy go lucky and whimsical are are against the the fucking these demons that are being birthed out of hell and that are coming that have all, all they want to do is kill for their master, you know? And like, I mean, I think the first movie had some great action set pieces like the hall, the, and the, the, the mines, the fucking Balrog. Uh, that's 20 years ago. I know too. it still looks fucking amazing. Like yeah. it looks really good. It holds up. Um, the battle scene in the beginning, the, the, the water, the water horses that, that, uh, the elf girl, uh, Liv Tyler, Balls, Balls, yeah, yeah. uh, some fucking great, ba- ep- uh, archery battles and fights and, and, uh, very Game of Thrones. Like, I loved all that stuff. The thing is with this film and that's, that kind of sucks is that if you read, um, the books, they, they give you so much detail on the elves yeah, and, yeah. That they 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 live forever and the elves and, are the best and, people, and, and, right? They're ideally yes, the they're ideal. kind of like they're almost like gods, but like, yeah. but they and there's all different killed. kinds. Yeah, yeah, and then they, they there's all different kinds that don't get along with each other oh. or whatever. Or, See, or, I don't need they, I don't need all that though. That's getting convoluted. Like this, I thought this is fine the way everything's yeah, presented. So all that's been like trimmed out. I need that. For I you. need all that. But um, yeah. Then they get to that that. There was like a kraken type monster there. Oh yeah, the, the, out of the water. That thing was fucking great. There's some great monsters, some well, great action scenes. I actually, I think all that history is really cool, but you have to get over the hump, right? Like, yeah, I don't think yeah, this is the setup. I didn't get over the hump of like, there's just so much. Yeah. Like, and then once you get over the hump, I think actually all that added history would be cool to like invest in. But for me, it was just like, well. Who's wait? Whose name is what? I, what are we talking about? Like Saruman. I feel like, like I, look, I still don't know the fucking name, <laughs> and I've <laughs> seen it so like similar? at least six times. Uh-huh. Right, so it's the, don't feel bad about that. The thing is, uh, for people who watch this movie a lot, uh, they seem to start picking up on little details that that yeah, are sprinkled in, in that are it's it's all in there. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, it's like if you read the book, obviously it probably would help. I didn't, so I, I have not also. Know, I never read yeah, it. So. It was just too much fantasy for me. Rugs, the other theme I think of this movie is that small things can have a big impact, whether it's a small hobbit or a small decision. Like every decision leads to a chain reaction, but small, little small, small moments can change you the huge things, which we see. We have to technically, I mean, the fucking Shire, you said you hated the Shire. That Shire is kind of amazing. It's a real, they built that, they built it to three different scales. For well, I like it now. I just didn't like it when I first saw it. Like, yeah, but I think it's amazing. They built that yeah, shit. Yeah, they built it for large, regular people for <laughs> Hobbit size and then for exterior shots. The fact that they used so many practical effects to, to do the size of the Hobbits. Anthony, did that work for you? There was a lot of forced perspective. Sometimes people were just on their knees. Did the did you get the scale of the hobbits, or would that look like cheesy? No, I looked. I mean, it looked fine. You know, I had to. It's early two thousand. It doesn't look as good as 
Steve Rogers and just Captain America, but that movie right. was made yeah. fifteen years later or yes. twenty years a later. Lifetime maybe. I don't in remember digital. when it came out. Yeah, two thousand ten. Ten years later, so still ten years. It looked good enough for what it was. It's fine to me. Um, I, I I was convinced that these guys are really. It it did make me laugh though. Like whenever they would cut to the Hobbit hands, I'm like, yeah, that's not Elijah Woods. That's uh, uh, no, some that's little guy. Baby There's hands, a lot of little baby people studs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean they. I give them credit. It's it's it is like very well made. I have to disagree though. I don't think the action was all that good. I at don't. Time, at times, I couldn't figure out follow what was going on. Oh, I really? think Peter Jackson was kind of cutting too quickly. The one chase scene with the Elvin, that that fucking Liv Tyler is running in circles, and none of these fucking guys can catch her on the horse. Yeah, yeah. They they like have her cut off plenty of times, and then it just cuts, and she's in like open space again. Well, those those ring wraiths were really not good at their job, actually. Guess I not. tell you the truth, they were real shitty. But yeah, they they kind of sucked. They, yeah, like, they could the, never. They I, I have, to, them a I have bunch to point out though, like all the reviews I've seen, even like Letterbox, like everyone just rates this as a as a fucking perfect movie, as a masterpiece. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Well, I, and, it was for its time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, rec- I can see the masterpiece qualities. It's just for me. I have to point out, I see all the things that make this make people love it. Yeah, but it, I can't rate it a masterpiece if no, I don't personally good. like it. I, and I think that perspective is very and you interesting. Should. Yeah. And you should yeah. not. That's great. I mean, I know the action gets better as the movies go on. I know, right. I remember that. But it, dude, well, the um, the next movie, the Two Towers, is all fucking a huge battle. That apparently oh, really? is the best one yeah. out of them, is what people say. It's basically. Uh, Without giving anything away, it's I think it's like at least there's like one huge fucking battle, and, and um, there's some other crazy shit that's going like little things skirmishes well, that goes on. Well, which is that the next one? Return of the yeah. King? No, Two Towers. That Return of the King is the last. Yeah. One. Oh well, Return of the King. So fun fact, because Mr. Oscar here, all three of these movies got nominated for Best Picture when they were only nominating five movies. Wow. Wow! And Return oh, of the King shit. got Best Picture its year. Yes, it, it won eleven. The third one. That movie won I don't know 11. if the people think the third one is the best one, but that's the one that won. I think my favorite one is the Two Towers. That's what I think is people's favorite is the second uh, one. I like Return of the King too. It's not a bad film. Um, because it, I'll tell you what the difference is. Okay, the Two Towers is the action film, the 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 one with the most action in it. I think. Um. And Return of the King has the most emotional weight. Mm. Like this is at the, at at that point in the movie, like Frodo and all the characters, they're at their fucking their worst, and they have to get to the end. So it's just like they've been beaten down, and all this shit's been going on, and they've just like so. It's just emotionally like crazy. So I think that that's why people gave it the Oscar because it was an. It's not really an action film, but so it's more of like an emotional. But it's the culmination of the journey. Yeah, I, so. I think yeah. I was going to save this until later, but Anthony, it sounds like you're at the same place I am. Is I really want to watch the other two movies. We may have to just review these next two movies like one week at a time. I watched all of these yeah. like three months ago. Really? Or two months ago. Yeah, I watched them because I, I was like, oh, I have them all. I'm, I'm going to watch I'm kind them. of dying to watch the second one and the third they're one. Because right? they're all on HBO Max. Yes. So. I think the week that we got HBO Max, I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess I know I'm going to watch these. Because, like, they're all, like, three hours. I think they weren't three hours long, the one that you watched? It was. It's three hours. They're all three, three hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. It's three hours. They're yeah. all about I, I three, hours. Say, three hours. I wouldn't say I'm, like, super looking forward to watching these. Okay. But. I kind of want to watch. I, I feel like I'm obligated. The last to one is point. three hours, 21 minutes. For all, brings in yeah, but all. But please, the for the love of God, watch it. 
not on a computer. Yeah, maybe I'll wait until Roku figures out. You can get it on a TV. Um, More stuff I loved is (laughs) I love Gandalf is just a stoner who likes to play with fireworks. Oh, that's amazing. He's like 2000 something years old and immortal. So what is he? Is he just a a, a, he's a wizard? um, Right. Wizard? He's a wizard. That's a, He's a that's wizard. A, that's a race. A wizard. It's a it's a job. No, it's not. I don't think it's a race. I think that it's, it's just a wizard. He's he's tapped into the magic. Yeah. That so he was a human. I yeah. I think that they go through um, all kinds of shit to become wizards. So him and Bilbo are just have been friends forever. So he, he's a wizard that just hangs out with these hobbits. Well, no, they went through the Hobbit together. Oh. Yeah, they. Went, I thought he they, just likes their weed. He just oh, comes he over. Went, and they were weed. in the Hobbit. Yeah, they were in adventures together. Yeah. yeah. So they're all so the, friends. The, in the previous one, they were in. Am I going to have to watch the Hobbit now too? After all these, you don't so have to watch. Here's it, no. Anthony. Here's something funny about those numbers, like how these numbers for Rotten Tomatoes, as the trilogy goes on, the numbers go up, the money goes up. For mm-hmm. the Hobbit movies, the numbers go down and the money goes well, I, down. I read, you want to know? I'll tell you yeah. why. Yeah. Because I feel like that the the stakes in this one are huge. Are, are huge. Yeah. And the Hobbit is not not as big. Uh, it's it has and it and it feels like you're watching the same movie and you've already seen the end already. So it's like it's not as right. it's not as engrossing. It may be like the Game of Thrones prequel may not be like the as effects good. are awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, some of them are not the greatest, but like there's some really good effects. So the, in those the movies. second one with Smog as Benedict Cumberpatch, that's the good one, apparently, right? I read, I read that yeah. the Hobbit, and I, I know this even growing up. The Hobbit was something like a lot of kids. You were, yeah, we, I never read kids, it in the, school. Lord they, of the Rings was always more adult oriented. A lot of people read it in school. I never, I never I, actually got. Yeah, I never yeah, was. They told never to read told the me neither. They never told us to read these books. So I never did. Well, uh, the reason why is because uh, uh, not. To, it's not a spoiler. It, it's that. The Hobbit revolves around dwarves. The main cast are dwarves. Mm. And that could be a little bit like for an adults to watch. Yeah. Like, you know, like a bunch of short guys running around. There, what is there's the animation? Is it uh was it Ralph Bakshi who did the cartoon? There's a good cartoon of the Hobbit. Yeah, I think that he did the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah but I think I I I think it's um there's also a Lord of the Rings. Also. Yeah, there's a Lord of the Rings animated movie. Um, I love. You already said I love how the ring is a character. I love how he kills characters that you fall in love with. Kind of, you know, uh, Martin George Martin picked that up from Tolkien. Kill your darlings is the saying. So, you know, the movie ends kind of like Empire Strikes Back. We do, we lose Gandalf and Boromir, and it's a and sad. Boromir, note. The guy who plays Boromir, Sean Bean. He dies never. Okay, so <laughs> let's get into that. Anthony, you recognize Sean Bean? He's fucking Ned Stark, right? Yeah, Game yeah. Thugs. I was like, holy shit, this this movie's really fucking weird to watch. There you go. I have the statistics. Actor Sean Bean has died twenty three times on screen. Oh shit, he dies in everything. That's his thing. In film and TV roles, 23 deaths covering like GoldenEye, Lord of the Rings, Patriot Games, The Island, Game of Thrones. Uh, he, and he's been mostly shot on film. That's the most ways he's died out of the 23 times. So, right. I don't know if it's a thing he does on purpose. He's like, I, I'll take this role only if I die. I'm not doing two more movies. <laughs> I need to leave New Zealand. But the cast chemistry is so good. Because I feel like they they were living together in New Zealand and and making this movie that seemed like a small pro- passion project. Well, but- I mean, I think to that point, I think you had all these great actors, and I think what Peter Jackson and whoever pitched this to these guys, I think they all just bought in, right? Like yeah, they're all doing yeah. really silly shit. Yeah, I mean, you got fucking Elijah Wood being like three feet tall. Yeah, being like all oh, 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 oh my god, <laughs> and, and and people running are like. 
what's his name? Uh, the dude from the Matrix. You got yes. What's this guy's Hugo name? Hugo Weaving with elf ears. Yeah, him yeah. Like, with elf ears and shit. And Orlando oh. Bloom with wait, the long ass hair. Wait till you hair. see the end of Return of the King. Oh God, there's some there's some great memes in there. All right, Rugs, <laughs> I got a couple of nitpicky stuff. Maybe you can answer some of my questions. Right, go ahead, go for it. Let's in the beginning, Soren loses. Sauron loses that ring really easily. Like what the the guy breaks his sword and he's reaching down. Why are you reaching? Well, I down? think that's at that one point in time he was he thought he had won, so he let his guard down. Dummy, you're a dummy, Sauron. So ah. he he stepped off the gas for a second. You're not the only person to critique that. I think everybody critiques that. You answered why Gandalf. I was like, why does Gandalf have to go to the library and research? Because like I shouldn't he, he know the thing about is like fucking ring. The ring was with 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 with. Uh, I keep saying Smeagol, but it was with Gollum this the whole time that he was growing up. Pretty much. okay. So it wasn't a big deal. It, 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 the ring couldn't do anything with him, really. Hmm. So um, and uh, I think at a certain point during the Hobbit. Um, Bilbo gets it, and um, then he he's like, okay, enough, still nothing's going on. But I think that once he touched it, uh, I don't think he ever touched it before or got that close to it before. Ooh, B- Frodo, Bilbo, Gandalf. Gandalf. One uh, one major complaint for me. Yes, what are your nitpicks? I, I just why the fuck is Sauron and Sauron? Why do they have the same goddamn okay, name? I couldn't confusing. figure it out. Sauron and Sauron. Yes, too close. Christopher Lee <laughs> as, close. Sar- as Saruman too is close. amazing. Definitely, I I go. I'm with you on that a hundred percent. And like That's two old dumb... two old white men fighting each other, wizard style. They kind of it pulled. They pulled it off. I guess I don't know. Oh, I that, that, that was a little cheesy. <laughs> I like that. I like that. They're just like, like the wizard, <laughs> yeah, flying around each other yes, but not touching a, each other. Yes. Okay. Yeah, rugs, using the fucking staff. Rugs. Why are these ring wraiths so fucking bad at their job? <laughs> there he is right above the ring, Wait. sniffing, and he. Doesn't see that they're hiding underneath the tree. Real, right real there. question. I mean, that that's an obvious one. But are the ring wraiths? So are those the not like seven or whatever many they were? Were those humans originally? Yes, those were the nine humans that got the. Yeah, I think like so. There, there's mad. Okay, unlike uh, Game of Thrones, uh, this world has magic, right? It's got a lot it's of got magic, a wizard. Yeah. A lot of ma- there's a lot of shit that's not going to happen in Game of Thrones here, um, like uh, ghosts and shit. Uh-huh. There, people can use ghosts. Why did everyone get a ring? What What is the ring? What is the point of the other rings? Sauron wanted to control all. The of one them. ring controls all the other ring bearers. Yeah, but it so didn't he gave everybody a ring, uh-huh. but he had the one ring that's the master, and they're all the slaves. So he was trying to get all the elves, all the humans, every race to kind of fall on fall to him, and um, they decided, oh, let's get look, this shit. Is, we're not doing this shit. And the and elves they and got men rid of all the rings, joined. and they finally got that that one ring off of them. And then the one dude took it. Uh, Isildur, yeah, whatever his. Why didn't name. Uh, Hugo Weaving just fucking grab Isildur and toss him into the fire when the guy's like, no, and he walks away? It would have started a war. Yeah. Oh, what a fuck your war! Yeah. The ring is more dangerous than a war. You got to kill. Get yeah, rid of this they, ring. The, the, just tell people the, he fell in. Men are the the most corrupt. They are. People. They are the most evil. Yes. So yeah, so they're the easy, most easily corrupted. So. That's the that's an issue. Okay, here's another question. Clearly, the ring is sentient, right? You see it totally. You is. see it purposely fall on Frodo's finger in the bar. That's a great shot, by the way, where he falls and it lands right on his ring and disappears. But if that's the case, and it really just wants to go to Sauron, why doesn't it just fucking fly off and go to Sauron? I don't think it can fly. It it rolled away from Gollum. It can. It's heavy. It's just kind of. It doesn't even. I, bounce. I, I don't think it can actually. I mean, it can if it can roll. 
But then I why mean, don't, I don't the think ring rake actually sense do that. the fucking ring that's right underneath? Them? I think that it can do little things like that, like maybe land, like when it lands on the floor, you can see it, like it lands and it stops. No, it doesn't bounce; it goes thud, like it's, it's so like, heavy. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. Just, that's great detail. So I think it can, I think it can like uh, attract itself to things. And like, uh, you know, things like that. But I don't think he can really do much more than that. And also, I feel like they could have saved Gandalf when he fought the Balrog, but then he wouldn't have him coming back as a fucking thing. I know that it happens. Blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, Gandalf. Um, I was like, you could have ran out there and grabbed him. He didn't even have to fall. What do you Gandalf doing? is immortal. Oh, is he? I don't think he I don't think he can die. Oh, hmm. so I didn't get that in the movie. Yeah, I thought he died. Yeah. But then again, I, I was died. like, I've fucking seen the commercials with Gandalf yes, in the other one with the white hair. And yeah. Shit. Yes. So, whatever. It's, Any other questions? I think yeah. that's most of them. Overall, I fucking... What's re- cooler, this re- or Game of Thrones? Uh, well... Well, n- seeing how Game of Thrones ended... Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Well, um, Game of Thrones has boobies no, I, and I'll pilots. tell you this. Um, I, uh, I, did, I wasn't like a huge fan of Lord of the Rings growing up because I was into Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and I was into this thing called Dragonlance, which was a complete ripoff of Lord of the Rings. Like I'm talking about, like b- even before uh, Game of Thrones came out, this shit was like totally ripping. Like, like Dungeons and Dragons, all that stuff owes everything to to Tolkien, right? So I read um, Dragonlance Chronicles, and um, I fucking fell in love with all those characters. So when I actually saw this movie, I was like, I wish it was Dragonlance. <laughs> uh, and Dragonlance is a little bit; it's still cheesy, but it's got like. A lot of hot girls that are half naked a lot. You know, it's, you know, it's got everything a little boy wants action, blood, lizard people. So I was like, all right, this is kind of like a scaled down version. You could tell that they took whatever Tolkien did and like amped it up to like whatever. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Even with, with that knowledge of taking his story and trying to embellish it, they could not get that kind of analogy of the ring. And how all men are evil, and all you have to do is activate it, mm. and it and in that kind of impending doom, they could not get that. No matter what, like this, for some reason, for me, it hits it strikes a chord inside me of the the deeper animal of human beings, and how like they could just be so so primal, and uh, the ring will activate that. It's the evil inside of all humans. Do you think you know how uh, everything has? stole from this and we said everything has been stolen from dune is dune influenced by lord of the rings dune came out in 65 lord of the rings comes out in 54 i tell you what predates all of them john is carter a, is a is the princess of mars yeah, prince of, yeah yep 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 and uh that is the preeminent like the sci-fi yeah. uh swashbuckling adventure in in a sand planet yeah yeah with yeah. fucking swords and shit and all everything comes from magic. john carter really well, no, I mean, this is this fantasy type stuff. I think I, I, I'm sure that there's been all kinds of permutations of it, but he kind of galvanized. Yeah. It. All right. So I think that a lot and it had a big impact when the book came out. So I think it did influence a lot. Um, I think at the point of John Carter, like it had been around for like a long ass time and people already were like, had like everything that you knew was already ripping off John Carter. Right. So the Buck Rogers, right. Flash Gordon, right. Star Wars, yeah. everything, anything space, any fucking thing it was all ripped off of Princess of Mars. Yeah. So, so this, and I think anything that came out of uh fantasy 
was was coming out of Tolkien, right? So anything with elves and dragons and shit like that, even though uh, uh, the only thing that predates that that has is like Beowulf and um and maybe the the Knights of King Arthur, yeah, and like Gwen the Green Knight and all that stuff. So like I think all of those stories kind of set up like uh sword and sorcery and all that stuff, but then these elves and these dwarves and these orcs and these trolls and all of these things, these dragons. Yeah. I think that mean there was, there was dragons. Um, probably, probably not orcs and elves, but, um, well, I think that, that no service to orcs wrote, and elves. I think when Tolkien wrote this, I think he was trying to make elves like a certain race. And then he was trying to make uh, men a certain thing uh, and the dwarves, a certain thing and kind of th- them be like almost uh, like avatars for, for what was going on sure, in Europe. Sure. I do love the, the army that uh, Saruman the com- creates with the crossing the orcs with uh, what is it? Who is he crossing with? Those fucking things are those are great. Rukais? Yeah. The Rukais at the end. Yeah. Called. The and he just happens to throw a shield at Aragon's head that has a cutout of a neck at the bottom. I just thought that was funny because like it doesn't <laughs> cut his head off. There's a cutout perfectly shaped. What What is the um? <laughs> here's another question. OK, I saw this a lot on Letterboxd. Yes. Not these silly questions that Imran asks. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the significance of Sean Bean? What's his name? Gorafor? Go- Boromir. Boromir. Gorafor. Gorafor. Aragon at the end. Because everyone was like in their reviews tearing up like, what a line where he goes, I accept you as like my cat, my whatever, my captain. I would have yeah. followed you as my captain and yeah. my king. Like what, what was the significance of that? Like he never thought he was a king or what the fuck? Well, I don't really know to tell you. The truth. Oh. I think that, that that the um that him and his brother were, I guess, destined to take over the lands of Gondor, Who and was? him being there, Boromir or Aragorn. Yeah, my brother, my he said, "I'd follow you, my brother, my captain, my king." To the end. Yeah, and so it, it, he's acknowledging that he's he's the rightful it, that he should be king. So even yeah, though he thinks it, he should have been king, he acknowledges at the end that that guy's the king. Yeah, I think that they're all trying. They're all they're all trying to like fill that that role. Aragorn at that point accepts his fate of what he has to do. After yeah, that. he walked he walked away because he wanted to be with the elf. Yeah, and Aragorn isn't a descendant of Isidore. Isildur, yes, Isildur, yeah. who cut yes. off the dude's hand. Yeah, yes. he's the he was the king, so he's heir of Isildur, right? And Aragorn was getting busy with uh, Liv Tyler, right? Yeah, yeah. which and they were supposed and to. she by getting busy with him. She gives up her immortality. That's right, right for love. Right, she oh, becomes shit. more. That was crazy. I don't know if I when Liv Tyler was a thing. I know. Remember Liv Tyler was in videos <laughs> for Aerosmith. Capital Records. <laughs> she was. She's kind of cute. She she's was cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, she's very cute. It's interesting that the, that she's in this movie and a lot of Americans doing British accents too. But uh, Empire Records. Though. Empire Records. So back to you were talking about comparing it to to a Game of Thrones. You know, a TV series with you know a big budget, more episodes. Back in 2017, guys, Amazon bought the rights to make a TV show series, Lord of the Rings, for $250 million oh, for a five-season commitment. So, first of all, that $250 million is just to be able to make a show. <laughs> just for the rights to make a show. So, they've been casting the show. They've been trying to shoot in New Orleans. I mean, in New Zealand. New Orleans. Can you imagine Lord of the Rings in New Orleans at Mardi Gras? 
Uh, they're <laughs> shooting in New Zealand, but this may be kind of an adult R-rated show. There's an article that said the forthcoming Lord of the Rings TV series could be set to feature sex and nudity. The Lord of the Nipple Ring. The hiring of an established New Zealand intimacy coordinator who is tasked with making actors feel comfortable and safe while filming sex scenes has raised eyebrows about the possible content. According to the fan site, theonering.net, casting call was also sent out by the talent agency asking for actors who are comfortable with nudity. I feel like they're going to try to adult this up, sexy it up to compete with Game of Thrones in the TV show. Is that the I right mean, move, though? Does it need that? I don't think this is a song. Of, uh, a song. This is a movie a about purity. Where would you put b- boobies yeah, I, in I, this? I actually, I actually think that's even even just watching that first one and not being into the tone and just yeah. how whimsical it is. Yeah. No. What? Don't no? don't sex ah, that up. Yeah, that, I feel that's like the wrong move. It might be pointless to sex it up uh, like that. You need the juxtaposition of like uh, the thing is that I'll say this is that um, Game of Thrones at least had a, a plethora of great female characters. Yeah, and this one really does. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. it they're all ancillary. They're like I mean, besides this. I mean, uh, Liv Tyler has this moment in where she rescues Frodo in this movie. Yeah. And there's like little roles for other women in, in throughout the but they're not like the main roles like they like you know you the main bad guy in game of thrones was cersei yeah you know? she was yeah. like you know pretty badass and like you had like you know the uh the stark women yeah there's badass. lots of great women characters in that so um i don't know maybe they're going to try and play it up i mean tolkien didn't really like write as many uh yeah. women into the movie yeah. as um, I, I didn't read it but I, i'm just in this movie i don't know it wasn't so many so. Anthony, give us uh let's rate it. Give us a rating. What would you give this movie? This is not a rating based on craft or acting yeah. or anything it's, else. It's, it's just based rating. on a laptop <laughs> and my personal enjoyment of the subject matter. Get the fuck out of here. Five point five out of ten. <laughs> okay. I, I mean it was for me a real Dreg to watch this movie. I was oh, like, I, "Is this over yet?" Uh, oh god, my god! I broke a, it up over two nights. It's such a shame because it's gorgeous, fucking New Zealand cinematography and shit. It's weird watching it the now. Like I've seen great. so many movies, yeah, like, like this. Yeah, yeah not, maybe yeah. not like this, but with just epic movies. Yeah, even the music. I was like, "Music's great." I was like, "This music reminds me of Braveheart." Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a movie I actually. Upon more reflection, I don't like all that much. But nobody had ever done tried this I, I level of detail that he did. You know, I read that the, where they used real snow where they could in the the forge scene where they needed molten metal, liquid metal instead of CGI. They filmed in a fucking actual metal forge and then just put everyone in costumes. The costumes are amazing. The fact that they had to craft all the swords and arrows and helmets. Holy shit, what an undertaking. Maybe maybe I'll uh, turn on Return of the King, like I said, when I can watch it on a real TV. And, and maybe I'll turn around and I'll be all into it. I, well, uh, yeah. The first few episodes I, I of Game of Thrones so. I didn't like. <laughs> okay, maybe not. No, but I think the movies get better, Rugs. I think we should continue to review this, the trilogy because I want to see what the fuck happens. Now. I mean, I just I watched remember. it so you can do whatever you want. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll do it, Anthony. I think we should do it. All right. Uh, Rugs, what would you give the first movie out of the three? I would say that I like this film because of its emotional uh, feeling of impending doom. Yeah. That is what it to me is the is the central thing of this movie is that there is 
this fucking evil that is coming and it's, it's very powerful and, you, and it's palpable. So I think that that it, it does that and it, it forges these alliances. It, it gives you a pretty round, uh, cast and you get to know them pretty well. So I think all of those things are great. And I think it influenced a lot of films from here on out. And I think Avengers owes a lot to this. Sure. I think a lot of, a lot of Marvel movies owe a lot yeah, to this. Yeah. Thor or yeah, or Ragnarok, dude, all that shit. Yeah, so um, I it's it's a long movie, so I do think, and it can be a drag, and it could be the 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 tone of the the the, the Hobbits could kind of throw you off, as they're just way too cheery and whatever. <clears throat> and there are some on the nose Fellowship of the Ring, and you could have my axe bullshit, and that's <laughs> kind of cringy. So I do know that. So I'm gonna knock it a couple of points down for that. But so I want to go with an eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will give it. Look, I thought I wasn't uh, gonna dig this uh, because it is heavy fantasy. But man, I, I let it take over. I love the journey. I it was it, like I just went into the world. I love the world. The fucking art direction, the set is fucking. It's great, and I I have to find out what happens. I'm gonna give it eight eight point five. And I feel like these these will get better, but if for now, at this point, for me, it's like watching them for the first time again. Your, your guys' score is lower than the consensus. Really? Yeah, everyone's like, this is a masterpiece. Uh, I was almost going to give it a well, 9. Well, I do think it is a masterpiece, but I think that's only a part of a masterpiece. Yes, I think yes, okay. yes. I feel like, because I think that the other movies are just a little bit more um, uh, fun to watch, I would say, because there's more action in, in the two towers, and then you get the culmination at the end. Uh, I feel like that yeah, it's just it's crazy because this remember this fucking mission of him going to, yes it takes so, years it takes years <laughs> and it feels like and it years feels like that. years yes yeah well look so. Anthony next week we'll do the boys but when you watch these second two movies I think I kind of want to review them on the show just to complete we might as well what else are we doing yeah I mean I would like to watch it not on a laptop <laughs> see if you can watch it on the television <laughs> and then watch it at Imran's house get back to me yes socially distanced Maybe. with a mask on sit the fuck over there you you are not you are not that person you stay over think. there I don't think the you are all on. that person that tells someone to take their mask put their mask on. oh I will tell you to put your fucking mask on are you kidding me I don't know where you've been I don't know where anybody's been you put terrible things in your body all day yes but not coronavirus <laughs> anything but coronavirus that is not that's true that's not false <laughs> Uh, but it is not a and deadly, you're swinging around a goddamn mace and you have no coordination deadly, whatsoever. No, I'll probably knock you in the head. I have to when I do these kettlebell mace workouts, like I have to block off the kitchen because I will hit a dog in the head if I'm not fucking. If we had little kids, they would all be smushed. But I'm. I, let's continue the trilogy whenever we can. Good stuff. Thank you, Joe Henry. I want to say thanks to Joe because I really I can't believe this. I, I'm like I'm in disbelief because you were like talking about. It's just people walking I know. around. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying I, that. And that's what I remembered from the movie. It's just people walking around for three hours. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but watching it again and full and actually watching it and get it's fucking amazing. It's really Were you stoned when you watched it? Oh fuck it? yeah. When am I not? And I feel like that all of the stoner stuff was in there. Dude, the like, stoner oh, stuff was great. I was like, oh, I could relate to Gandalf. He just wants to get high on Shire weed. Blow up fireworks. He's like, I don't remember this ring. Where fuck. the fireworks come from? I don't know. He has. He's a wizard. <laughs> he's strange. a he's a wizard. He can just conjure them. Yeah. Uh, no, they had them. They had they, them. They had them in the trunk. Yeah. They got them from China. They got things. I got them from China. Like, All right, let's do a uh, quick news from the nation. 
It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. Stinks! It stinks! It stinks! Uh, I got a, a story here from Jess Rivera. He shared a link. I'm kind of glad I wanted to bring this up because I saw it before and I forgot to put it in the notes. Headline: Japanese theme park will feature a life-size Godzilla you can zip line into. Oh shit! Geekboner. Uh, Japan is taking his love of Godzilla to a monstrous new new level. It's called the Nijijin Nomori. Uh, Awaji Island anime theme park is set to unveil a life-size statue of the fictional beast where visitors can ride through its huge open mouth on a zip line. This attraction is called Godzilla Interception Operation. It's the first ever to scale permanent installation inspired by the original kaiju monster from Ishiro Honda's I think it's just his head. 1954 film. Yes, it's the first to scale head of Godzilla. Um, it was supposed to be unveiled this summer, but COVID made that impossible. It's now scheduled to open uh, October 10th, a few days from now. It's 65 feet high, 82 feet wide, 180 feet long. There is concept art in this article, guys, if you click, of people uh, ziplining into the mouth. So Jess Rivera says, there's two great comments. His comment was 2020 plot twist. He comes to life. It's a great model. And then David Zika had the best question. Where do you come out? Oh, shit. That's what I want to know. Of his tail Godzilla's hole. asshole. Uh, Anthony, would you ride something like this? What do you think? It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. I, I don't understand how is this based on the fic... Oh, I see what it's saying. It's this, I was reading that- the life-size structure is based on the real size of the fictional monster in Ishiro Honda's 1954 film, but this is not the, the design. That's not that Godzilla. That's what they were saying. Okay. But it's, uh, it's just... But- yeah, it's cool. I mean, I'm never going... I'm probably very unlikely to go to Japan to just visit this thing. It'd be awesome. But- but it'd be cool to, I guess, zip line into that motherfucker's mouth. <laughs> uh, Rugs, would you do that? That, that, that? that face design, although I don't like the movie, the face design is unique. And the face is cool, dude. I scary. Think, I like the way those teeth are all fucking different sizes and janky and the tiny pupil. And the, it looks good. And the light coming out. Pretty. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, what I like to see. Listen, they made a fucking giant Gundam robot. Yes, it's starting to move. Works. Yes, it moves. It's waving. It took a step. They should it's take amazing. a giant Godzilla that you could climb, like, you know, again, building. Can you imagine Japan will just have an army of actual giant Gundam robots that fly around and got fucking weapons on them? How about the, uh, well, well yeah. I was just going to say, although very cool. I hate to be cynical. How about they take that money and invest in making a good Godzilla movie? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, they're like, fuck Godzilla. We're making Gundams in real life. Whatever. Uh, more Japan. Godzilla news. Rugs, you sent me this link from Variety Godzilla anime series set at Netflix. Geek boner. Uh, they've yeah. ordered a new anime series. It's called Godzilla Singular Point. It will expand. Wasn't that. It- Go ahead, sorry. So it expands Netflix roster of projects tied to King of the Monsters. They had the three anime films, Anthony, which probably what you're thinking about. I w- that was what I was going to ask. Are those considered anime? And everyone tells me they're shitty. I still haven't watched yes, them. Yes, they're three shitty anime films. Rugs, you don't. I watched the first one. I never watched the other two. They they all, if you watch the first one, you don't need to watch because they're all the exact <laughs> the same, same movie. shit over and over again. Yeah. Um. No, the, an- the Netflix anime 
Um, it wasn't a traditional anime. It was a CG with like kind of like cell shading. Yeah, hand drawn and CG. It looked cool. Uh, this is going to be actually, I think, traditional animation, like hand drawn animation, with maybe like some CG for the monsters. There's a there's a show that came out called Gridman. Yeah, which is like kind of like an Ultraman, where like it's a little dude that gets really really big and fights monsters and shrinks back down to normal size again. And uh, that, that's how they did the monsters there. And it was really cool. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot like that show. I think they're taking uh, that show and using it as like a baseline to how to do a Godzilla show. So, so thankfully, um, this one says this will not be tied to the, the animated films. It features an entirely new storyline and cast. Right. It's- so Godzilla looks different. This cast is like pretty thick. It's got like maybe like, I don't know how many people, like at least 10 people in the cast. And um, I don't know if it's going to be a monster of the week type thing or whatever, but uh, the the drawing, the art that they came out with is pretty expressive and it looks like it's going to be uh, have some person personality to it. Maybe I don't know it. Uh, the animation studios, the one's called bones and one's called studio orange. So they will be combining think- hand drawn and CG animation styles. Yeah. So the, the, the pedigree of these guys are there's guys that worked on um, spirited away my- princess Minoki. Yeah, My Hero Academia, which is um, uh, like a superhero show. So, uh, and that's very popular. So they they've they've made hits before. So uh, whether they do it with the Godzilla property, I don't know. Like, what do you want to see from a show, Imran, from an animated Godzilla show? Well, I saw the kind of the 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 art of the characters. They look very anime type characters. I guess a good storyline, good characters that make sense. Like what is singular point saying? Singular point. That is he trying to get cell phone service. It sounds like fucking is cricket. He, is this Godzilla cricket like cell? Like singular. What does singular point? I I can't even deduce what it would mean from that title. No, I have no idea. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think about like almost like Pacific Rim, where there is a singular point of in in the space time. That is allowing monsters to come. Oh, in the monster verse. Mm. Well, you, you know, you, I don't. You know. don't want him to be like a pet to the human characters, but you do want a little bit of Godzilla in every episode. But it's got to be a good reason. I think that um, he could be, he could be just kind of out for himself. He doesn't want anybody else to fuck with his shit, so he just takes him out. There you go. Check that out. Uh, let's finish with some. What are we watching? You guys, it, I'm watching so much shit. It's ridiculous. what are you watching? <laughs> Rugs, you start. What's what's one thing? I mean, I finished that Jurassic Park Camp Cretaceous. OK, I like. OK, it. I didn't think it was great, but it was definitely enjoyable. Something crazy happened at the end. Um, No, but it's pretty suspenseful. For, and there's, you know, there's like uh, moments where you think people are, are going to die and stuff. And there's people getting Whoa, eaten. Shit. So it's so like, stakes. For a kid show, yeah. it's actually some not stakes too, of death. Too bad. OK, what else? All right. Um. I watched The King. What's this one? Which is about Elvis. Uh, King Henry. Oh. Uh, and uh, the King George. And basically, uh, uh, Robert Pattinson's in it as well. Um, it's Timothy Chalamet is the main character, the guy who's playing Timothy Chalamet. Um, Paul Atreides yeah. in, in the Dune movie. And basically, he's this. Um, it's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I, it's been on there for a Joel while. Joel Edgerton and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. So it's basically about this crazy King George who's always at war with people. He doesn't trust anybody, blah, blah, blah. But his son is Henry, 
and he just gets drunk all day and has sex with her. <laughs> is it good? Anyhow, yeah. um, he is, George gets sick and basically he's supposed to get the crown, but he doesn't want it. But then circumstances arise where he has to like now become the leader and then, uh, he's kind of pitted into this battle with France. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm going to ruin Is it good? Historically accurate? I have no idea. Mm. But is it good? I, give a fuck but, I, was, but is it good? I didn't give a fuck because I watched it and I liked <laughs> it's it. It's good. Okay. It's not amazing. Yeah. It's not like, uh, but I think it was definitely like watching a, an episode of Game of Thrones or something. Oh, nice. It was like, it was like. Cool Made like 2019 that. Netflix movie. That sounds good. Anthony, you got, you watching anything? I'm going to try to finish up the boys. Yeah, the boys. So that's right. on the docket. And then after that. Who knows? Other other than that, I'm not really watching anything. The weather is really nice here in Chicago. It so is. after, um, by the time the show airs, the weather, the week will have been over. But we've gotten some unexpectedly warm weather that I'm going to try to. It's enjoy. all about the weather. What weather? Anthony watches things. You watch anything, Imran? Uh guess what? I'm still watching fucking Walking Dead. Oh shit! Yeah. They finally uh, aired the season ten finale that was delayed. So they finish up the Big Whisper. Where is there some good zombie it- shit and killing and? Isn't there already a new Walking Dead? Yes. And then I watched the first episode of the new spinoff show called The World Beyond, which is literally if CW made a Walking Dead show, this is what it would be. It's a bunch of fucking teenagers in the apocalypse. But there's a, a, a an organization, the place where they live ties into what happens at the end of the season 10 finale of Walking Dead for this the next season. This is going great. Yeah, this is going. This is yeah. going great. So Walking Dead still has one more season, but there's also Fear the Walking Dead. There's the world beyond. They're going to make a Carol and Daryl spinoff show. And then they were making another fucking spinoff show. And I don't know where Rick Grimes is. They're he, really mining the Walking they, Dead. They really are. So, it's the, I mean, the finale was good to get some closure on because it ended on this crazy spot. Uh, another thing that I watched that I was really fucking excited. Geek Boner. That fucking animated show, Jendi Tartofsky's Primal. Great. That's on HBO Max at six episodes. It's back on with new episodes on Cartoon Network. Oh, shit. Well, it's got one new episode. But I think they're going to come out every week now. Yeah, uh, it's good. and it's so fucking good. There's no dialogue. It is gorgeous, hand painted, hand drawn animation. It's yeah, it's awesome. About a, a cave and a caveman and his pet T Rex surviving out. A boy and his dog. Oh fuck! It's so good. It's so good. So much emotion <laughs> comes out you get from this. Show. Oh yeah, he's trying to save that thing. Oh, the new episode he's, was he's, great. Yeah, he's yeah. Great. Uh, uh, I I watched that and I watched a new movie that's on Netflix that. uh I haven't finished it yeah. yet, but I'm going to just say it. Uh, Vampires versus the Bronx. Oh, I saw that. Is that any good? What is this? It's about vampires the Bronx, in huh? the Bronx. Okay. It's all you is need it, is Jackie Chan. Yeah. It's Salem's lot in the Bronx. That's is it, it a comedy? No. Oh, it's serious. <laughs> no, it's not like it's what, not super serious, but it's shadows. pretty serious. Well, that's no. a bunch of kids. I see. No, it's like, um, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's a, it's, and it's not like subtle at all. It's like, you know, basically they're talking about an analogy for when, uh, gentrification happens to a neighborhood. Like oh, the vampires, vampires move in, these white, in. these really white, pale ass vampires yeah, yeah, yeah. move into your neighborhood yeah. and just start buying up property and forcing you out and people are leaving. And, uh, anyway, this is basically the vampires are, looking for a place to stay 
they want the Bronx because no one seems to give a shit about it. And they say it like a thousand. They they say it a lot. They say it a lot. They're like, nobody cares about us. Nobody cares about us. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Nobody cares about us. So it's like, it's like really like, like beating a dead horse a lot, but like I I enjoy it because it's about vampires. So set eh, now, present day. Yeah. It's like in the Bronx, a kid, you have like a kid and his friends decide that they, they have to become the monster squad and kill these vampires. Sounds like fun. Yeah. I got one more recommendation from the Facebook group. Apparently, according to the nation, this show called Ted Lasso on Apple TV plus starring Jason Sudeikis is very, is very good. You're out already. Apple TV plus. The, Mario. Well, I don't have that, but apparently everyone is like the show. It says the description is follows us American football coach Ted Lasso heading to the UK to manage a struggling London football team in the top flight of English football. So soccer. So he's a soccer coach in the UK, but everybody in the nation seems to have been raving about it. I don't have Apple TV plus. I don't care about sports. I might watch it if I had Apple TV, but I don't. I don't. So. I would I would have checked it out if I had it easily, but I'm not I'm not ready to dive into the Apple TV Plus. Did you watch Fargo at all? No, I want to watch that. Watch the first episode. Okay. That's uh that's with Chris yeah. Rock and the girl. Chris Rock's in it, yeah. And the other Jesse girl from I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah, she's in there. Everybody's in it. Uh so there you go. A lot of good recommendations, people. Check it out. Anthony, any final words? Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, just be you. Do you be be nice? <laughs> be you. Do, be do you. Don't be me. You. Go fuck don't, yourself. Don't be, you. be you. Don't be Anthony. No. Be you. Be me. Let me tell you about be Tony. All right, else. Tony ruins lives. Don't be <laughs> don't be anyone else but you. Do you want to mention at all what's going on in this world, or we just don't want to talk about it? I, no, this is not the place. This is an escape. I don't want to talk about it right now because as soon as we're done here, I gotta go back in this fucking world. So let's just what's happening tonight. Uh, tonight is the vice presidential debate, which I will catch the highlights as soon as I'm done here. We're done here. Yeah, me too. I don't so know if I'll check out vice president. Maybe I will. I don't know. It's going to be on the news all day. Yeah. All you night, don't have to watch tomorrow. it. You're, they're going to add nauseam. Tell you what happened. They're going. Yes. They're going to mold it and shape yeah. it however they, <laughs> they want. They will give you short clips and shove it into your eye holes, yeah. whether you want it or not. So, but uh, you know what? We're here to escape. This is fantasy, like Lord of the Rings. This is fucking the Shire. This is my own Shire. I have weed just as good as the Hobbits do. So everything is good. <laughs> listener, check this. Oh, Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me in the Shire with Imran, or you can go over to Twitter and find me at really Rugboy. Come by and say what's up. Somebody should open a medical, a recreational dispensary that looks like the Shire. Why has somebody? Oh, done this? Imran, you just figured this out what you're going to do with your new life. Business venture. I'm going to open a Lord of the Rings weed dispensary. You would probably be a good fucking hobby, dude. What a great. <laughs> yeah, you got furry feet. We I can't. Know that. Yes, yeah. I have hobbit feet. I can't believe you nobody. Are pretty much almost the same size. I can't. I would play Gandalf. Oh no! I have no, to play a hobby. You are not I, wise. I'll play Bill. Bil- I'm not wise. <laughs> You'd be Imroto. I would be Imroto Javins. Yes, Imroto yeah, you, Baggins. You, you definitely could be like Hobbits. Is, is, is. Uh, like midlife Frodo for sure. Yeah, I, I will be midlife Frodo. Yes, <laughs> I will be midlife Frodo. Trying to sell weed to people and talking fucking hobbits and elvish. That's a great idea. Anyways, check out the You're show. Like Frodo met like George Costanza. Ah, yes. Oh shit! If, if Frodo was played by George Costanza, yeah. That's that would be you with like with with pants pulled up to your fucking nipple. <laughs> Gandalf, tell him you, I work for you. Gandalf, 
Come on. You, you look like you work at a uh, fucking, uh, what is it? What's the suit companies like big and tall? Men's warehouse. Men's warehouse. Yes. Uh, yeah. That sounds like that sounds right up your alley. Well, let's bring out our big model. Imran, Fro- can you your come? Your Frodo met George Costanza working at Men's <laughs> Warehouse. Working at Men's Got it. That is an amazing visual right there. I'm going to have to make a t-shirt yeah. or something. Listener, check the show notes for this episode. Jockanerd.com slash 350. Oh, shit. Thanks for listening to the 350th episode of the Jockanerd podcast. Why? I don't know why you did, but we're here and we'll see you again next week. Tell your friends. Get them turned on to the show. Grab their iPhones and subscribe them or just tell them. Just give them one of these and then run away, waving your arms in the air. They'll want to know what you're talking about. But thanks for listening. Yeah, brag about it all over social media. It's the best, shittiest show you're ever going to hear. Floppy jog. That's the best. What else can be said? This is going great. (laughs) This is going great. We missed it. We missed uh, (laughs) it. An anniversary of my balls is hot. My balls was hot. Oh, it's, it's two years two ago. Two years ago that, yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did yeah, that. That was close. fantastic. Uh, Lewis, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. And yeah. Joe Rogan. We said, said, why did you take your shorts off? Uh-huh. My balls was hot. And we've been, I've go. been using that clip since the day that fucking happened, yeah. which is fantastic. And it's still funny. It still funny. works. It says so much. Uh, thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. My balls was hot. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. That's a big fuck up right there.